During one of the more difficult parts in my life, I was looking at different TED Talks and different inspirational videos on YouTube, and I came across this TED Talk that was about not taking things personally. And I feel like that is something I've always had to work on my entire life. So when I came across this video, I watched it um, instantly. And basically, it was this man who is a soccer referee, and he was talking about how to not take things, how to not take things personally, especially in that line of work, because, you know, when you're an umpire, there's constantly people, you know, yelling at you, screaming at you, saying, calling you names, saying you're doing it wrong, your job, you're doing your job wrong and everything. So I thought it was really interesting how he talked about different ways that he learned to not take things personal. And I feel like this is something I've always struggled with is taking things personal based on other people's behavior. And I feel like as I've gotten older, I've learned that more so of like how people behave towards you and treat you and the things they say to you is more so about them than it is you for the most part. I'm not saying 100% of the time, you know, that somebody is maybe upset at you for something or does something to you and, that, and you know, you were completely innocent in the situation or you did nothing to antagonize that situation. But there are a majority of situations where you maybe you were mistreated in some way um and i'm talking about the situations where you know you give your all to somebody or you give your all to something or you're treating somebody with respect and you're not getting it reciprocated so in situations like that especially in relationships when when they fail when somebody mistreats you when someone disrespects you when someone cheats on you in situations like that it's so easy to like be hard on yourself for it and think you know what did i do wrong you know was i not worth it and i feel like after every relationship that has failed for me, I've always thought like, was I not worth it? Was I not worth the effort? Do they not see a future with me? Was I just not that important? And I feel like it came down to a lot of thinking on my end and a lot of reflection on the situations that I was thinking about and the ones that I was feeling really insecure about, honestly. And I feel like as time went on, whether I got the answers from the person or I found the answers within myself, it always came down to how they were feeling within themselves. And I'll give you an example. So there was a situation where I was talking to somebody for a few, like two months and out of nowhere, they stopped talking to me and I was so upset about it. And I was, you know, there was no answers. You go, you go from talking every day with this person, constantly texting all day, calling every day, seeing each other a few times a week to nothing, radio silence. And it really hit me because I was like, wow, like, did I do something to them? Like, everything was fine yesterday. Like, why today did they just decide to ghost me forever? And it took months for me to, like, really, like, take it in, even though the situation had only gone on for about two months. So it was months after that that I was still thinking about it. And I was like, wow, like, was I not worth it? And then it came down to me, you know, almost realizing that I was putting myself down. I was thinking about everything that I did, you know, little things. Oh, did I say something wrong? Did I maybe hurt their feelings? And, you know, just rethinking scenarios or did I miss the signs that something wasn't right? Like, no, whatever happened was because of whatever was going on with them. And it had nothing to do with me. And even months later, after we had a conversation um, and he apologized for his behavior, he told me that, it had nothing to do with me, but I had to, you know, realize that before he even gave me that closure. 
because he didn't give me that closure for months after. And it took a lot of like growth and thinking and reflecting to realize that I wasn't the problem and it wasn't me because I know I gave my all to the relationship that we were in. And I was exactly what I wanted, you know, out of a relationship. Like I was the partner that I would want to be like be treated as. That makes sense. So it came a lot, it came down to a lot of just realizing that, you know, however people treat you, for the most part, it's not about you. And that's not just with romantic relationships, that's in any relationship or not even in a relationship, even if it's a stranger or a coworker, whatever. And, you know, when I was thinking to myself, like, maybe I wasn't worth it, maybe he just didn't like me that much or whatever, I would replay scenarios in my head and drive myself crazy, like, oh, but why didn't he like me that much? Was I not pretty enough? Was I not, you know, good to him? Like, I wasn't that good to him. Like, what did I do? And I really started to reflect on his behavior and what could have led up to this because I could only find the answers in myself. You know, if someone's not talking to you or they're not giving you the closure you need, you need to create that closure for yourself. And honestly, that should be enough. I've, oh, I've more times than I can count, you know, been like, oh, I need the closure. I need the closure. Like, no, you need to have the closure within yourself. You need to find that closure for yourself because you can't expect anybody else to do it for you. Yes, it would be nice to have a conversation um, that will give you closure, you know, after a relationship ends or whatever, but not everybody's going to give you that. So you need to do that for yourself and you need to be that for yourself and you need to have that peace of mind so that you can move forward. So after reflecting on his behavior, I noticed that it's not necessarily things I missed, but it was things that, you know, maybe he had going on in his own life that caused him to treat me the way he did. And so I would reflect on these things. And in the TED Talk, they talk about how there's two options. You know, when you're taking something personal, you can realize it's not about you or you can allow it to only be about you and you know feed into your insecurities those are the two options and as for the second option that's all i was doing for the first maybe month after you know the situation happened i was thinking to myself i did this did i do that why is he mad at me did i do something wrong and it took me driving myself literally crazy to be like no it wasn't about me because i I know going back to that situation, I wouldn't do anything differently. I treated him with respect. I cared for him and I did everything that I should have done. And then as for the first option, you know, realizing it's not about you, that came after so much, like so much thinking and overthinking and driving myself crazy. And basically there just came a point where I was like, okay, why would somebody do this? And I kind of listed out all the reasons and people were like, he just didn't like you that much. Maybe there was another girl and there was people like outside sources, like my friends who were trying to, you know, I guess make me feel better or be there for me. But they were putting ideas in my head that maybe weren't the best. Like, oh, maybe he was using you. Maybe he, you know, just left you for somebody else. And of course, those are possibilities, but nobody really wants to hear that. But yes, it is a possibility. But in my heart, I didn't feel like that was the case. And maybe that could have been 
you know, seen as naive and I get that. But I feel like once again, like I've talked about in my other episode was like trusting your intuition. I didn't feel like it was that because I've had situations like that before and this wasn't the same. So I realized that why would somebody go somebody? Why would they just stop talking to them? And the main thing that came to my mind was fear of commitment. And sometimes what makes people fear commitment? So you go from that to the next step. What makes people fear commitment? Is it maybe they've been mistreated or cheated on in the past? Maybe it's that they've never been in, the, in a relationship and they don't know, you know, how to go about it. Maybe it's just not a good point in their life. And I explored all those options to give myself the best answer that I could without getting one from him at that moment. So I explored, okay, has he really been in a relationship? Does he know how, you know, it works? No, he hadn't really been in a relationship, not a mature one. Okay, well, you know, does he have commitment issues? Yeah, I think so. Because, you know, he um, had shared with me that he had gotten hurt in the past. So those are two very big possibilities as to why he treated me the way he did. That have nothing to do with me. And there's other situations as well that I can go into. So aside from that situation, there's situations where, let's say, you know, somebody is insecure and insecure people, it's very loud. Insecurity is very loud. And they say confidence is very quiet. And when somebody's insecure, more times than not, it's very obvious. And you can tell by the way they treat others or by even maybe the way they treat themselves, the way they talk down on themselves. And I had a friend in high school that we were very close, but I noticed a character flaw of hers was talking down on people a lot, like daily, constantly, all day, every day. It's like she'd say, oh, hi, how are you to somebody? And then to me, she'd go like, oh, I hate that person. And it was just, it made me feel so negative just being around it. And I wondered to myself, like, you know, why does she act like that with people? And then I noticed she would say things like, oh, I wear so much makeup because, you know, I don't want people to really see, like, my natural face or I get, you know, all this done or my hair done or whatever just to distract from my looks and stuff like that. Like she would make little comments like that. And then eventually as our um, friendship progressed, she used to make comments about me behind my back and didn't think I would like hear her or find out. And for a moment I was like, why is she being so mean to me? Like I've, I've been her best friend. I've done everything for her we're so close like and it was just that she was insecure and that had nothing to do with me or the friend I was because I was with her at school every day we'd go out on the weekends we'd go on family trips together it was never about me and it, I knew I was the friend the best friend that I could have been to her but at the same time being around her made me feel very negative and I still stuck by her because I valued her as a friend more than maybe I valued my own feelings that I really don't like being around this person. And it came down to my final straw when she had said something about me that I didn't like after I had done nothing. It was something stupid too. It had nothing to do with like anything I had done to her, but more so it was about her comparing herself to me, but she was trying to make herself feel better. And I think that's what insecure people do. They try to talk down on other people to make themselves feel better. Because if somebody is if somebody is confident, 
they're not going to put other people down. They're going to want to lift the people around them up. And that's why for me, it's been hard making a lot of girlfriends. I have a close knit of girl, close knit group of girlfriends because, you know, a lot of women like to compete with each other instead of building each other up. And a lot of women don't like to be friends with other beautiful women because it makes them feel less beautiful. And I, and it's easy to feel that way when you compare yourself to others or you take things personally and you always think, oh, well, if she looks good, I, I look worse. Or people are going to look at her and not look at me. If you're taking things personal like that, you're only hurting yourself and your self-image and your self-esteem. And that, that's going to make your mental health disintegrate. And because of that, you know, you're only engaging in this behavior that's going to continue and continue and you're going to keep having these thoughts and they're going to become more frequent and then you're going to start treating people you know the way they don't deserve to be treated and that was what had happened with my friend is that she was feeding into these insecurities of her for so long and she kept convincing herself that she wasn't pretty enough she needed you know this you know she needed to dye her hair every week or she needed to get fake lashes or all this stuff done to distract from her looks and it made her feel so bad about herself that she kept engaging in those thoughts that when she was around her other friends, including me, you know, she couldn't help herself but talk down on them to just boost her ego just for a split second or to pretend to boost her ego because I, I don't think that really works if you talk down on somebody. Maybe it works for that split second and the other people around you are laughing or encouraging you, but it doesn't last because you have to you have to keep you know, engaging in, oh, that person looks so bad or they look ugly or whatever. You have to keep saying those things and believing those things to boost yourself if you really feel so badly about yourself every single day. And that's sad. And it's sad to be in that position. And in the TED Talk, he talked about how to have empathy because it doesn't have to be about you. And in that moment is when I learned that like people treat you for the most part you know, how they're, you know, treating themselves or how they're living within themselves. And what that means is that she was so upset with herself that, of course, her other relationships were going to struggle. If your relationship with yourself is not a healthy one, chances are it's going to negatively affect the rest of your relationships around you. And because of that, you know, it's hard to, you know, be empathetic in situations where, you know, someone's just talking down on you or like he said, like when he's a referee and people are just yelling at him and saying, you know, you can't like, you can't see you're the worst. Like you don't know how to do your job. And it's more so about them and less about him. And in this situation with my friend, it was more about how she was feeling with herself than it was about me. And at the end of the day, I, cut ties in that relationship, that friendship, but I almost felt, I felt bad for her that she felt so badly about herself that she had to talk down on other people to make herself feel better, even if it was for a split second. And it was then that I realized a lot of the other relationships around me, especially in high school, you know, it's typical high school that people, you know, they'll hate on you if they're jealous or if they're insecure about themselves. And it's usually if they're insecure or if you're doing better at something that maybe they're not or if they think you look better than them or whatever. They're comparing themselves to you in some aspect. And, you know, when people feel threatened, 
they don't act in a positive way. They try to, you know, bring down the other person onto their level. And that's a big thing. You know, you don't want to bring anybody down unless, you know, you feel below them. If you feel that you are secure enough and happy enough and, you know, confident enough, you're going to want everybody else around you to feel that way. And that's why it's so dangerous to like feel like you're the one who, you know, you maybe deserve the treatment or this is karma or this is, you know, you know, you weren't worth it. And that's just not the case. And let's say, you know, there's, you know, the saying like, if he wanted to, he would. And sure, I think I, I do believe that in certain situations. I don't think that's every situation. And I also believe in like, if he was ready to, he would as well. But I'm going to get into that in another episode. But what I'm saying is, is that it doesn't mean that you're not, you weren't worth the effort. You were always worth it. You have, especially if you treated that person with respect and kindness and you did all that you could for them. It had nothing to do with you and everything to do with their commitment issues, their, you know, life circumstances, whatever it was. And what I can say is don't feed into the overthinking that your mind will naturally do. It's definitely natural for me. So if you're going to engage in these overthinking thoughts after maybe somebody ghosted you or somebody cheated on you or somebody was just really like cruel to you in some way or they said something really hurtful, think less about what you did to deserve it or why you weren't worth it in whatever the circumstance was and think more about why that person would do that. Like I said, you know, the guy who ghosted me, I, you know, for a while I was thinking that I wasn't worth it. He didn't like me. Maybe he was mad at me. Maybe I did something wrong and I was replaying every single scenario in my head. But then I came to realize, you know, people treat you as a reflection of however they're feeling within themselves. And I had to break down, why would he do this? You know, what could he have been feeling? And, and once again, it's hard to empathize, but you do. And I, at this point in my life, I am sorry that he wasn't ready for a relationship that could have been good for him. I am sorry that his past hurt him so bad that he took it out on me. I am sorry that he's struggling within himself and he won't allow himself to be happy with somebody else at this moment. And there was other situations as well where I was in relationships and they just weren't, you know, putting the effort in that they needed to. And I always, and it made me feel very insecure that maybe he would do this for another girl. Maybe it's just not me. And it just wasn't the case. In every situation, I always got my answers, whether it was I got the answers within myself or I got the answers from that person. And every single time I got the answers from the other person, it never had anything to do with me because I know at the end of the day, I treated that person with respect and I did the best I could. And it's not that that wasn't enough. It's just that they weren't ready or they weren't in the right circumstances or mindset or whatever. And my advice would be to take a step back from the situation, whether it's, you know, somebody insulted you, somebody ghosted you, somebody cheated on you, somebody broke up with you, whatever. Take a step back from the situation and try to be as impartial as possible. Try to get an outside perspective. And I'm not saying from other people. I'm saying you take a step back and you think from the outside in, and you look at everything you did. And I don't want you to criticize everything you did. 
I want you to acknowledge everything you did in the situation. And I'm not saying that maybe you were wrong in the situation. You know, nobody's 100% right all the time. But if you look back on the situation and you treated that person with respect and you did the best you could, and I'm not saying you were 100% perfect. Nobody's 100% perfect all the time. So I'm not going to say, you know, I didn't fight with the person. I never fought with the person. I always did what they wanted. No, that's not, I don't think that's healthy or normal. But if you look back and you treated the person exactly how you would want to be treated and you did everything you could, I don't want you to think it was about you or anything you did wrong. I want you to look from the outside in and say, why could this person do this to me? Why would they treat me that way? What could be going on in their life or in their head that would result in this? And I want you to think of other you know, answers to give yourself that don't hate, like, that don't hate on you, that don't you know, feed into the, I wasn't worth it. If he wanted to, he would, and I, you know, he just didn't want to do it for me. I don't want you to think that way because there's also a saying that you could be the right package delivered at the wrong address. And that's true. And once again, that has nothing to do with you. You're the whole package. But if you're at the wrong place or if you're with the wrong person, of course, they're not going to appreciate you or the package like they should. Once again, that has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. Maybe they're not ready to. Maybe they're afraid to. There's so many reasons. It's not just what you did wrong. So going back to the TED Talk, you have two options. You can either acknowledge that it's not always about you, or you can feed into the, your insecurities and drive yourself crazy as to why somebody treated you the way they did and all the reasons that why you deserve to be treated that way. And the second option, in my opinion, will never help you get anywhere and it will never help with your growth. And I don't think that will give you the closure from the situation that you will need because I think that'll only give you more hurt and more pain. And the idea of closure is to relieve you of some of that pain or whatever other emotions come with that. And because of that, I think it's important to engage in these, you know, these options that, well, the first option, <laughs> the first option that he talked about is not, you know, taking everything personal, you know, because not everything is about you all the time. And a lot of the time it's because of whatever else is going on with people. And I can speak on times where obviously none of us are perfect. So there's times where I've taken out my emotions on somebody else. Like there were times where I was in relationships and I didn't trust my partners because I was hurt in the past. And I realized that I was hurting my partners with my trust issues and not trusting them and accusing them of things that they never gave me a reason to accuse them of. And, you know, it took a lot for me to be like, no, I don't want to take out my past on somebody else who doesn't deserve it. You know, so instead of, you know, my boyfriend at the time, he could have thought, oh, you know, am I just not trustworthy? I'm not, am I not an honest and loyal person? Or he could have, or like he did, he did acknowledge that, okay, I think she's doing this because she's been hurt in the past and she is taking it out on me. And we had an honest conversation where he brought up that he thought I was taking things out on him. And I completely agreed because he was right. And it's so easy when your mind is, you know, 
uneasy when you're you know when you're struggling with yourself and your relationship with yourself and your mindset is just all over the place it's so easy to take it out on other people and that's not a good thing but we're we're not we're humans we're not perfect and when you're having this inner conflict with yourself or when you're still hurt from the past or when you're not fully healed you're going to take things out on other people whether you mean to or not and i don't think any but for the most part means to do that. So when you do do it, you're hurting the people around you. And just like when you're driving on the highway, this is another example he brought up. Like people are beeping at you, whatever, and you're going the speed limit, or maybe you're even speeding. And, you know, sometimes you get nervous when people like try to like brake check you or ride your bumper or flash you with their lights and you get angry. I mean, I've gotten angry at that too, especially driving in New York. Like you get angry about it. And then there comes a moment where it's like, okay, maybe they're in a rush to go to the hospital or whatever. Or maybe they're just arrogant and just annoying and think they're cool swerving in and out of traffic. Either way, it has nothing to do with me. So I'm not going to take it personal and I'm not going to engage in them and brake check them or flash my lights at them because that never ends well. Trust me. It doesn't end well. So don't engage in that. But it has nothing to do with you. And even times where maybe I wasn't feeling good or I was like really tired and I just like would catch an attitude with like somebody in my family or something like that, or even my boyfriend. And, you know, it's not fair, but it's natural. Like we do it whether we mean to or not. And it's definitely something I work on, but it happens. We all have done it at least once. And it's not about the other person. And we know that we know we were just tired or whatever. So if we can give that grace to other people, knowing that, you know, they don't deserve when we snap just because we're tired or we're, you know, hungry or whatever the reason is, we should give ourselves that same grace and knowing that we don't deserve the way we were treated, you know, just because someone yells at us or they cheated on us or whatever. If we were respectful and kind and considerate of them and we treated them the best that we could. So my last piece of advice would just be to take that into account. It's so easy to take things personal, but I want you, when you feel like you are taking things personal, when you have a thought that like, oh, what did I do to deserve this? When you have thoughts like that, I want you to think of the two options you have. You can keep telling yourself that it's because of you and you deserve it and think of all the scenarios where you could have gone wrong or you can look at it as, well, what was going on with this person? For them to treat me like this and that is it for this episode um i hope you enjoyed and if you could dm me any feedback on all my social media just let me know what you're thinking of the podcast so far this is officially episode two and i'm so excited and i'm definitely going to be touching on a lot more mental health videos that is my big thing i am studying psychology in a mental health counseling program in New York. So one day I do plan on being a therapist. So if you can give me your feedback about how you're enjoying the videos, I would appreciate that so much. Thank you.